This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 153. Hi, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Today, we are going to talk about the mental game. Specifically, what do you do when you're the weak link on the tennis court? But before we do, I want to give a shout out to my friends at Respect Sport. They are the makers of the tennis world's most fashionable sweatbands and are sponsoring a giveaway over at Tennis Fixation this week. I will be sure and give you all the details of that and let you know how to enter at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. But right now, let's talk about the mental game and let's talk about what you should do when you figure out that you're the weak link on the tennis court. And I'm doing this episode because I got this comment recently from Tennis Quick Tips listener Cheryl, and here's what she said. I had a partner who said the other team was hitting all the balls to me. I really didn't think this was true, but even if it was, what was her reason for saying this to me? We had just won the game when she pointed this out. I felt she was saying I wasn't as good as she was, and since she said it in front of the other team, it really pissed me off. This was supposed to be a fun match, but I ended up feeling ganged up on by my friends. Am I being too sensitive, and was there a reason she said this that could help our game? So that was Cheryl's comment, and you know what? I bet we have all had the experience of playing with someone who has said something that we took in a way that made us feel bad. Either we thought they were making a comment to tell us that we weren't as good as they were or that we were messing up too much or that we needed to step up our game. We've all been on the receiving ends of comments that made us feel bad out on the tennis court. So let's talk about Cheryl's situation specifically, because clearly what her partner was saying to her was, you're the weak link. You need to step it up. There are two ways I think you can interpret Cheryl's partner's comment. The first way, the just flat out on its face way, is to say that her partner was just being rude to her. She was not saying this in any way that could help them play better tennis or win the match. And hate to say it, but there are people like that out there. There are people who are just rude, who are just obnoxious, and don't really think before they speak. And when you're in the middle of a tennis match, it is really important that you not do something that's going to irritate your tennis partner because that truly cannot help you win the match. And perhaps that was what Cheryl's partner was doing. She was just speaking in a very unhelpful and condescending way without thinking how that was going to impact 
how Cheryl herself was going to play and how the partnership between the two of them was going to move forward in that particular match. And when that happens to you, if that's what's going on, honestly, there's just not a lot you can do about that. I did a whole podcast episode on playing with those type of players. It was called How to Deal with Rude, Obnoxious, and Annoying Tennis Players. It was episode 130, and I will link to it in the show notes for this episode, which you'll be able to find at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips153. It gave you some tips for how to deal with players who just flat out don't get it, that they are being rude, obnoxious, and or annoying, and they are not helping what is happening out on the tennis court. And the bottom line with those type of players is you almost have to just suck it up and be patient and get through that match and then figure out in the future how to avoid playing with them. There's some specific tips in that particular episode 130, but if that was what was happening with Cheryl, if that's the kind of partner that she was partnered up with, there's just not a lot you can do about that person except try to not be partnered with them in the future. But there is a second thing that might have been happening with Cheryl. And that is that her partner was kind of trying to be a coach. And I don't think that that is a great way to handle your partnership, to try to coach your partner through their way that they're playing. But you do find it happening out there. Uh, She may have been a coach in the sense of trying to be helpful, or she may have been coaching in the sense of just trying to say, this is all your fault and you need to do something about it. Uh, If that's what was going on, I also did a podcast episode on that. I believe it was called How to Play with the worst tennis partner ever. Yes, that was the name of it. That was over at episode 113, and I'll also link to that. And again, there's not a lot you can do other than be patient, keep a positive attitude, and realize that when things are going wrong, sometimes these coaching or blaming partners This is their defense mechanism to try to shift the focus to what's happening with you. You can't let it get to you. You kind of have to be patient and keep trying to be upbeat and keep trying to play the best tennis you can play. So that could have been what was happening. Now, let me point out, I think I said there were two things that might be happening. There's actually a third thing. I was thinking about this and didn't put it in my notes, but I did want to point out there is a third thing that can happen. And this has been a situation I've been in. I think it's appropriate, but there may be some people who disagree with me. I myself have said something very similar to a partner before. And this is the situation where I have, on more than one occasion, indicated to my partner, they're hitting everything to you, so be ready. A lot of times, if I am doing really well on court, for whatever reason, I'm up at the net, I'm getting a lot of volleys, and maybe even I'm playing with someone who's staying back quite a bit. That's where I see this happening for me. 
it becomes very obvious to me they're not going to hit the ball to me anymore. They're going to be hitting them all to my partner because I've just had several good shots in a row and I'm up at the net. So why would they hit to me? They're going to hit to my partner now. Whether my partner truly is the weak link or not, at that moment, she is. And so that's where the ball's going to go. And at that time, there have been a couple of occasions where I have said to a partner, hey, I just had a bunch of good shots in a row now. They've got to hit to you. So be ready. Be ready for everything to be coming back to you. And the reason I like to say that is I want to make sure my partner understands that that's what's happening, that's why it's happening, and to be prepared for it. A lot of people, I think they don't think when they're out on the court that every ball is potentially their ball. I do think that's a good attitude to have to get involved. But when I have a partner who I know is staying back, who's not playing aggressively or being assertive, I want her to be aware this is probably what's going to happen. This is the best technique they can now use, the best tactic they can now use is to pick on you. So be ready for that. And perhaps that's what Cheryl's partner was trying to say. Not necessarily that you aren't as good as me and so they're picking on you because you're the weak link, but perhaps what she meant was more, this is what's obviously the next thing that's going to happen. They have to shift from me to you because I just did several good things. So now they've got to try to see what you're going to bring, what you're going to play like, how you are going to handle all the balls coming back at you. And definitely early in a match, you see this a lot where they'll initially focus on one partner. And then when that isn't working very well, they'll focus on the other partner. So perhaps that's what was happening, Cheryl. Perhaps she wasn't necessarily being condescending or she wasn't trying to say you're not as good, but she was trying to say, hey, this is what's going to happen next. So those are the three possibilities I see. Number one, just plain rude. Number two, someone who's trying to coach you uh, out on the court. Or number three, someone who's legitimately offering a tactic or a pay attention to this tactic bit of advice. In all of those situations, it can feel like you you are being picked on not just by your opponents, but by your partner. It can feel like your partner is saying to you, right now you're the weak link, so you need to do something about it. And I would say the best thing you can do is don't take it too hard. Don't be too sensitive. Look at it positively and with a good attitude and realize that there might be a reason this could help your game. And if your partner has now said this to you, then go for it. If they're saying all the balls are coming to you, then be out there assertively trying to take as many balls as you can. Play your game. Try to maintain a good attitude and don't let your partner's remarks destroy your partnership and what's happening out on the court, at least not at that moment. Don't let the whole match go down the drain because you're so worried and focused on what is your partner trying to say? Are they making some comment on your tennis skills? If you want to think about that and be pissed off about it later, then go right ahead. But at the time of the match, 
try to be patient, be positive, and play your game, and don't let that comment get to you. Well, those are my tips for how I would deal with it. Believe me, I know I have also been in the position where it's very clear I'm the weak link out on the tennis court, and I just try, like I said, to be positive, to look at it like there is some good that's going to come out of it. And if every ball is truly being directed at me, then good. I get to step in and take as many balls as I can. And, you know, I don't let it get to me down too much because I know there's another match that's coming and there's another day and I won't always be the weak link out on the tennis court. Well, that's it for this week's tennis quick tip. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, I have a giveaway going on over at TennisFixation.com. So I hope you will all head over there and enter this giveaway. It's for a set of Respect sweatbands. As you know, they are a sponsor for Tennis Fixation right now. And they are giving away a set of wristbands for Tennis Quick Tips listeners. And you can head over to TennisFixation.com slash giveaway to find out how to enter that giveaway. It'll run for a whole week and the winner will be selected on December 1st, 2016. So be sure and visit before then. And while you're there, if you go to that giveaway post, you'll see some of the selection of really super cute sweatbands that they have. Anyway, be sure and check that out. Also, I have all my holiday gift guides up right now. You can find them by visiting Tennis Fixation. If you go to tennisfixation.com slash gifts, G-I-F-T-S, that will take you to one of the gift guides, and it has a link to every single gift guide I have ever done on Tennis Fixation. So head over there to see what kind of gifts I am recommending for tennis players who are obsessed with the game, things I think they would appreciate this holiday season. And I hope you are having a great holiday. We just had Thanksgiving a few days ago, and I have not been on the tennis court since then. I need to get back out because I ate a lot, but it was a lot of fun. Hope you are also having a good holiday and do get to play some tennis. As always, thanks for listening and happy tennis.